Welcome to From Story to Impact, where we talk about the stories of our lives. I'm your host, Steve Gallegos, and I'm so super excited that you're here. This is the official show of the Voices of Impact Awards, which was created to celebrate the stories or the voices that inspire humanity. And when we say voices, we're referring to voices like yours, people like you, who've had struggles, challenges, and you've also had some joyful, epic experiences, which from these you've learned lessons. And these lessons are important and valuable because it can help others do better and be better in their personal lives, in their relationships, in their careers, and also in their business endeavors. Now, I know that we, I have my favorite stories. We all have our favorite stories, and some of us have more than one. We have stories that inspire us, that motivate us, stories that make us laugh and cry, and even stories that make us dance and sing. The power of stories is so, so important because they connect us as humans one to another. It's how we relate to one another, and it's how we can learn about our past, give meaning to our past, and also allows us to envision the future. For those reasons, we created the Voices of Impact Awards for you to share your inspiring stories. And beyond that, we're making it a big celebration. So right now, I want you to think of a combination of TEDx, you know TEDx Talks, combination of American Idol meets TEDx meets the Grammy Awards, right? Because it's going to be just a big party, a big celebration all year long. When you apply for the awards, you're going to get trained, you're going to get mentored, you're going to know everything you need to know about how to present your story on stage. And whether or not you even make it to the finals, it doesn't matter because you're going to get so much out of just the experience and out of uh, partying with us uh, throughout the year. So, and speaking of partying, there's uh, my studio guest today are, is a couple from San Diego, California, Amber and Eric Beals. And these guys know how to party. They just came back from Jerusalem, for heaven's sakes, and then dropped in here into our virtual studio. Let me share with you just a little bit about them. Eric and Amber have been together for over seven years, and I think they've been a couple for a little bit more than three, maybe close to four years. And one of the unique things about them, which is uh, very hard to do as married couples know, those of you that are listening and you're married, is working together. And working together, building a company, building a community, building a movement uh, where they are going out and helping other uh, thought leaders, coaches, trainers, um, authors develop podcasts. So these guys are the experts in the podcast space. Eric is also from the film production and film uh, yeah, film production background, if I got that right. And so they also help people with that. So if you need help with video, film, and podcasting, this is your couple. Mm-hmm. Now, I also know them a little bit, and I know that they're very active in their church. Amber serves on the church council, and every Sunday you can find Eric there helping with the church live stream service. And these guys are also eternal children, as you'll soon see, because one of their favorite activities, believe it or not, is playing board games. And they're talking about games like Catan, A Little Wordy, and Gloomhaven, which... You know, you're talking to a baby boomer here. I have no clue what those are. (laughs) Uh, You know, I grew up with Monopoly and the game of life. And so I'm sure that these games have nothing to do with uh, the experiences that we had as kids playing our games. And so I'm interested to learn what those are. 
And these guys also have their hands full there in San Diego with a little puppy and a bearded dragon. So having a bearded dragon at home, I know that they mean business and they're going to bring business to you here today. Welcome to the studio, Eric and Amber Beals. How are you guys? Thank you for joining us. Awesome. Thanks so much, Steve. Wow. What a fantastic uh, introduction. That was amazing. Yeah. You, you nailed it on, on all, on all those fronts. Yeah. I'm I'm well-trained just like your puppy. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good. We, yeah. uh, Yeah. Our, our trip to Israel was fantastic and it was, we're from San Diego. So that was a very long flight. That was, but it's a 14 hour flight there, 16 hour flight back. So that's, Oh my goodness. That's some flight. And uh, and those yeah. aren't direct flights either, right? I mean, it, no, that, that was direct. Well, yeah. Okay. Oh, from San Francisco. Yes, it was direct from San Francisco. All right. So you had a lot of time in the airports too, because from San Diego, yeah. you had to fly to SFO and from there, direct flight over across the pond. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. guys must be tired. You just got back on Saturday or something. Yeah, we're still still recovering from that, from the the jet lag from uh, from that. But it's an absolutely amazing experience. And if if anybody's if anybody's out there thinking about going to Israel, you should, absolutely you should do it and do it with a tour and whatnot. It was incredible. incredible. Absolutely! Wow! Wow! Cool! And I understand that you took some. You shot a lot of film there with a three hundred and sixty degree camera. And so, yeah. are we gonna are we gonna be able to see that later on, or is that for the uh, for the church? Yeah, you know that was just. I mainly did that for myself and for the church and and whatnot. But I'm. I'll be. Uh, I'll probably be posting some of those those clips out. You know, out on some of my social pages and things like that. You know, just from clips from it. I got like ten hours of that stuff too. And I'm, <laughs> most of it's like you know shaky camera or whatever because I'm trying to pay attention to what's happening and, and whatnot. But I'll be grabbing clips from that. Um, those those three sixty clips are really cool because they really let you like pan around and look around at the uh, at the area. And just see what it actually actually looks like and whatnot too. So. How wonderful! A three hundred and sixty degree view of these beautiful areas like Nazareth and uh, some of the ar- other areas that they visited. Now, uh, as I shared with you in the introduction, ladies and gentlemen, Eric is a filmmaker. That's that's his that's his trade. And so I know that when he says he has ten hours of footage, what you, the public, doesn't know is it's going to take him about a hundred to two hundred hours to edit that footage <laughs> to go through it. All. Yeah. yeah, right. That's what we do as photographers and film makers you know some i've had clients they say well you know how come you're charging so much you were only with us for 90 minutes ago yeah 90 minutes but i gotta go back and spend you know six hours editing these photos or the wedding or whatever it was that we shot right because um you know that's where a lot of the work happens is in post-production because you don't get perfect conditions all the time it's not perfect lighting the actors you know whatever scene you're shooting is not they're not always on you know the coloring is not always on and so you got to do a lot of work post-production you mm-hmm. find that also eric oh yeah i i, I find it's it, it like it, it, it it's most of the actual i would say most of the actual time involved tends to be in the, the post-production process it's a, at least it's at least double. So if there's, if you end up spending 20, 30 hours of production times, it's at least twice that amount minimum, but usually it'd be more than that. Um, so it just kind of depends on, on, on what the project is, but there's definitely a lot of time that goes into the post-production aspect on, on any project. 
Yeah, absolutely. Like with most good things, like with most art, right? Um, well, I'm so grateful that you guys have, you know, been to Jerusalem and you came back just a few days ago and you're here with us in studio today alive and you're just, you know, vibrant and, and wanting to share with you. But before we actually get into your story and the power of storytelling, which you guys are masters at, because that's what you help people do through their podcasts and their films and videos is to share their message, right? To share their story, whether we're talking about an author or a coach or a entrepreneur, you know, the story is the key for connecting with their ideal customer. And you guys more than anybody know that. But before we get into those details, where and how did you guys meet? Did, was it on a project? Were you out in the, you know, were you on site somewhere and you filmed Amber walking through the scene and you said, hey, you, <laughs> let's meet. <laughs> how did that happen? <laughs> Actually, it was um, a mutual friends party. <laughs> a party, of course, in San yeah. Diego. It's always a party. <laughs> this friend I had gone to high school with and he had taken a college class with and we just happened to meet. And it wasn't until like a few months later after we met at that party that we found out that we go to the same church, just like oh. at different groups. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then uh, that's when we started dating. So. Very nice. So you had gone to the same church. You didn't know it. So Eric, had you been through the church before and had you seen her before and just didn't recognize her? No, it is a large church Very of like 10,000 yeah. people or so. Oh, so okay, it's okay. easy to like go to the same, go to the same church and completely miss, mm -hmm. miss a lot of people and whatnot. So got it. Uh, yeah, it was pretty, that was a pretty large church. Very good. All right. And so we go to, we, we go to this party, we meet later, we find out, Hey, we attend the same church. Then what happens next? I mean, how do we get from there to working together, building this beautiful company? Well, we found out that we did the same thing. So um, at the party, you know, I was a video editor. I, I do uh, post-production. And uh, at the time he was a video editor. He also did filming, but um, I was more focused on the post-production part. And so from there, he's like, hey, I need some help with this project I'm doing, do you want to help me? And I was of like, course, of my, course. That was my, that was my Good way. Good job, right. Eric. Good job. <laughs> For, forget what's your horoscope. Forget yeah. to do like long walks on the beach. Hey, I, 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 I had to hire her yeah. for a project. Good job. Good job. What a beautiful. <laughs> and so Amber, of course, you said, yes, I'm, I'll help you and I'll do it for free. You don't even have to pay me. <laughs> it was true. It was for free. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that's true. <laughs> it was for experience. Yeah, so experience. Like, oh, of course, you, know, you, you can add this to your reel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, the the, uh, the moments that we've had together, and I, I don't want to imply that we've known each other for years. We met a couple months ago, also through a mutual friend from San Diego, but it wasn't at a party. Darn it. <laughs> but um, you guys have just a, such a, a beautiful way of relating together, a beautiful way of connecting. Um, but I know that uh, working with my beautiful wife and as well as we've learned to work together over the years, it's got to be a challenge, right? From time to time, working together in the same business, in the same company, and trying to build and, and maintain a family, right? How do you guys do it? What's the secret? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I'd say like, well, I, I'll start with kind of one of the biggest challenges, I guess, for, for, for us. And, and that, that the biggest challenge for us actually tends to be like, we're, we're, we're together pretty much all the time. <laughs> and, but, but when it comes to us as, as a couple and, and in a, in a relationship, uh, we're not together. 
all the time. And so it's like we, the, one of the biggest challenges that we have with that is, is actually spending time. And, and a lot of that has to do with like, okay, kind of blocking things out and actually making and scheduling time on the surface. It seems like, Oh, we're, we're together all the time. But we're, we're we're not together. We're not having like that emotional bond all the time. It, it, I understand. It, you know, yeah, you're you're not sure. engaging. You're not engaging no. to, with the other. Yeah, right. And when we're working together, it's more just like you know, you're my my partner and whatnot, and then just like 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 a coworker in that sense. And then mm-hmm. so after mm-hmm. one of the challenges that we've came across uh, was we've had to like okay, we need to set a time because. I, I can I can certainly be a workaholic where I'll work at 9, 10 p.m. like late sometimes. And then it's like, okay, I need to kind of set a, 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 a cutoff time where we actually like spend time together, even though we might be working together and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but I, I think another big part of us working together, we, we communicate really well together. Like we work we're generally on the same page at, for a lot of, a lot of things. And we certainly each have our own like strengths and weak and weaknesses. Amber, for example, is a lot better at like managing things and, and, and managing uh, like a schedule and whatnot. Whereas me, I'm just like, Oh, it'll take, you know, <laughs> 10 minutes to, to do that thing. And Amber will be, Amber will be like, no, it's going to take an hour to do that thing. You're yeah. going to get way behind schedule. Let me handle this or whatever. So, so, and, and, and I let her do handle all of that stuff because she, she just does a phenomenal job with it. And, and, and on productions, when that's a really important aspect on maintaining that, that, that schedule properly and, and setting the right expectation and whatnot. So mm-hmm. like, you know, um, it's, it's, it's funny kind of, you know, we joking around with that, like, you know, I met, uh, I met an editor that I ended up falling in love with, but it actually helped my business out a lot too, in my case, sure. because it made me more organized and whatnot too. So, yeah, yeah I think our, our secret sauce too, is that we don't do the same thing. So we yeah. like, we trade off. So I'll, I'll play to my strengths. He'll play to his strengths. And, um, and we, it kind of just comes together and it works. Mm-hmm. Um, but we both don't just do the same thing at the same time. <laughs> so, right, right. And I think that really helps. Sure. Yeah. No, that's a beautiful thing. And it's something that, you know, couples, uh, I know that a lot of couples would love to work with their significant other or with their marital partner, um, but they don't know how to navigate these waters of the differences of opinion. And when, you know, who's in charge of this and who's going to be the final decision maker of that um, decision that needs to be made, et cetera. I know that uh, Alethea and I, much like you, Amber, she is a process master. I mean, she is like the best I've ever seen at organization, at calendaring, scheduling, um, timing things out. And, and much like you saying, no, honey, that's going to take this much amount of time. It's going to require this much money. These are the resources we're going to need. And I'm more like Eric. I'm going to say, hey, let's go out there and create a whole new world, uh, a 3D world and, and invite all our friends. And, you know, I'm just out there doing it. And Alethea is the one that, you know, puts the steps in place that allows us to get things done. So I commend you guys for at such an early age and being such a young couple uh, to recognize that, you know, we need to do this. And yes, Eric, I agree with you. Scheduling time with your wife, even if it's just to share a meal together, right, is critically important. And that's this. That's what I think is one of the secrets to longevity mm-hmm. is to 
you know, make sure that you're spending that quality time together, not just side by side editing, but mm-hmm. quality time where we hear each other's thoughts and we receive information from the other and we validate each other and those kinds of things. So, yeah, it's like take Friday and Saturday nights off and those mm-hmm. kinds of things. Yeah. Right. Tell me about this bearded dragon. Yeah, so we we have a, a uh, an orange uh, beard, uh, beard bearded dragon. She's about so it's a real uh, a real dragon, not like a stuffed animal or anything. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it doesn't breathe fire. It doesn't have. It doesn't fly. Uh, that would be very cool, though. Um, no, she she's about she's about this yay long or so. Um, that's about this long. Uh, she's a good size a good size lizard, and for the most part, she kind of just. Lounge, lounges around all day. It doesn't really not very exciting. No, <laughs> not like a puppy that well, you know, always needs to be taken out or anything like that. Yeah. She's a super, super fun pet to have, like just to kind of, you know, chill on your shoulder sometimes. And, like, <laughs> and, you talk to it. It licks your face. It <laughs> gets excited when you come home from work. <laughs> yeah. I, like that. I like to think that in a, in a lizard way. <laughs> How beautiful, how beautiful, how fun. All right, let's let's get into some of the uh, you know, technical details of what you do because I know a lot of our listeners are, you know, even though they're coming and applying to participate in the Voices of Impact Awards, which is all about sharing inspiring stories, many of them do are not are not speakers. Many of them, you know, they're first responders, they're doctors and lawyers, they're healthcare workers, they're executives, they're line workers in a factory. And some of them may have thought of the idea of, I want to create a podcast, but I have nowhere to begin. Or I don't trust all these marketers that I see. I know that's where I'm at too. I don't trust 90% of the marketers that I see on you know, social media where they're promoting to you every day about, hey, I made a million dollars overnight you know, with my podcast. Let me show you how you can too. Sign up for $10,000 in my course. Right. Um, you know, those kinds of things. So what's the real deal with, with podcasts? Is that something that people, uh, that you recommend that people can do and should do? Is, is it a wise thing to do? I think the, the first thing to kind of figure out is, is what's, what's your main, what's your main goal with, uh, that you're trying to, trying to achieve. And, um, that could, that could be different on, uh, on, depending on who you're, who you're talking to. Sometimes some people in some cases, um, maybe it's a matter of simply getting better at, uh, at, at speaking and podcasting is actually a good way to simply even do that. I know, I know myself, um, you're talking to someone who used to, um, like stress for two hours before making a phone call to the doctor. Okay. I like to get an appointment. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like, like (laughs) talking is what used to be a very, very difficult thing for me to do, especially like to strangers and people I don't know. And podcasting, like one of the purposes, if, if, and and this isn't the main purpose that most people are doing a podcast for, but like just as, as an example, it can be a good way to kind of break that, break that speaking barrier, uh, especially if you do in a monologue style podcast where you're, you're forced to, to talk, or if you don't like the sound of your voice, well, you can get, get it out there and get used to what you, what hearing yourself sounds like, right. right a lot of people right. will hear their own voicemail and be like, is that what I really sound like? Exactly. And, but that's only in your head, in, that's only in your head. No one else is, is, is thinking that. Here's it that uh, way. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, but podcasting primarily is a really, really effective way to uh, build a relationship with with your your target market, but also kind of keep those recordings in a really easy way for people to uh, listen to them later down the line. So it's a kind of a way to archive uh, archive what you talk about. And the one of the beautiful things that I love about podcasting is it, it's one of the most like uh, I guess casual mediums where where you're having. At, at its core, it's a conversation that you're having with either your directly to your audience or with a guest that you have on your podcast, and uh, it, it's a it, and, and it's a, it's let it tends they're usually less structured than like a full on structured video, so that allows the these podcasts to be longer form conversations, and people the listeners listening to them are. Uh, very highly engaged with you, with listening to you. So it's, what's, a, what's a very valuable thing is when you build that audience, while it, it, it is a little bit on the uh, slow growing, growing side, it's like growing a tree where it's like you plant the tree, it's not going to grow tomorrow. You get, you let it, you, you plant the tree and it's going to grow slowly, but once it's grown, it's going to be really solid and strong. And that's kind of what, what a podcast and, and, um, building a podcast community is, is, is doing, you build a really solid brand around a certain topic. And, uh, it's a really effective way to provide value to the, to, uh, people who are interested in that topic. And podcasting is an industry of niches. So it's, it's not like something necessarily to be super broad about. You can be hyper hyper specific and that's also what's really cool about podcasting and i I love that you said that eric excuse me for interrupting because you said something very important about uh, connecting with your audience and so from that i gather that what you're saying also is that it's important that you identify what message in other words who you are what you want to share what you want your brand to be and it sounds like you're saying that you can have guest-driven podcasts as well as just solo podcasts where the producer is just speaking their top of mind, sharing whatever they want to share, kind of opinions, mm-hmm. right? Editorial type. Mm-hmm. Are those just as popular as guest-driven podcasts like this one? Yeah, get, uh, guest-driven is definitely the, mo- the most uh, most common that's that's out there. There, um, I think one of my favorites is kind of like a hybrid. Because one 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 pitfall that I have seen before is where with 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 guest podcasts is sometimes you kind of get into this rhythm where you're just interviewing all um, uh, interviewing all the time. But one of the aspects of podcasting is is and the reason you're uh, often developing your podcast is you want to be that expert, that go-to yeah. expert around your topic. And so one, one of the things to be mindful of is to not necessarily always interviewing people all the time that may be, I guess, borderline around your topic. So one of my favorite types is that it's kind of a hybrid style. So you're not just monologue all the time and not necessarily guess all the time, but where it's like a mixture of the two. And what I really like about that is one, it, it makes doing your podcast uh, easier on you for finding guests. Some people, it might be really easy to find guests where it might be like, yeah, I can, I, I can get 200 people to buy tomorrow, but other people might not, that might not be the case. And then 
So that makes it a little bit easier from a logistics standpoint, as, as far as being consistent with your podcast. So you're not like, you know, skipping a week because you can't find a guest. Right. right. Um, but then also the, the, the monologue, um, having that, those monologue episodes within there really uh, actually forces you to be that expert around your podcast. So you're, you're, providing value on some specific topic around your podcast. So that's, that's my favorite type. Wonderful. Wonderful. That's a very good suggestion to kind of mix it up, right? Again, depending ladies and gentlemen, those of you that are listening, uh, depending on what your end goal is, right? If, if, if you're an entertainment show, then obviously it's more guest driven Mm -hmm. than uh, a solo podcast. Is that what we call America? Solo podcasts? Yeah, solo podcasts, monologues, uh, monologue. style podcasts. Yeah, yeah that, that I just that's all I call them. Yeah. Okay, but as Eric is suggesting, if you also happen to be a subject matter expert, and that is the purpose of your podcast is to build an audience for your product or service, um, for your company, for your brand, then every now and then switch it up and give the audience a, a break also, and allow them to get to know you. And Eric, thanks for that. That's a beautiful suggestion. And I'm going to do that, even though the Voices of Impact Awards is guest-driven because it's the show's not about me and it's not about a specific topic per se, other than the fact that we we aim to be the premier program, the premier platform for people to come and and share their stories and, mm-hmm. and do it so in a safe manner where you're not going to get, at least not by us, not the, by the production team, you're not going to get ridiculed or discriminated against or, you know, um, made fun of because of sharing your story. So we welcome you to do that on the Voices of Impact Awards. Amber, from your point of view, the power of telling stories, whether you're doing it from podcasts, uh a film. Why do you think we humans are attracted so much to stories? Well, you know, since the beginning of time, people have been telling stories. Even Jesus told parables. That's how he taught was through through stories. And um, I think we just relate to stories. Like even in, when I was a kid, like I would just make up stories in my head just to keep myself <laughs> occupied because I was bored. Right. So um You didn't have any editing work at the time. I I did it. What was I going to do? Six-year-old me. So, um, yeah, I I think we're just story-driven. Like, we we love stories. We can relate to stories. Uh, Stories are very emotional. um, And I think it just, as humanity, that's what we're drawn to. Yeah, very good. Did you guys share stories together when you first met as as a means of connecting with each other? Yeah, um... Definitely. Like sharing stories of our past or like, this is why I am because of this story that happened a long time ago. So you have to deal with it or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or did did Eric make all the stories up? I just made everything up. Yeah, yeah. 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 She, she's she a really doctor. Know anything about me. I invented post-it notes. Yeah, <laughs> Very good. How awesome you guys are as a couple. I love, I love, you know, because I do work with my wife and and it took some time for us to be able to do that and to find a beautiful project like the Voices of Impact Awards that we're working on. And she's got her own company too called Freedom Champions, where she creates digital art from the photography that we create. She'll take some of the unique pictures and turn them into digital art and she sells those. And that income helps, um, helps us support uh, 
organizations that are helping women and children get out of human and sex trafficking. So that's kind of her love project. And so that's what she deals with mostly on her own, but she also lends a lot of support to the uh, Voices of Impact Awards. And we just love working together. And I know that like you guys, it's just so, so much fun. So thank you for doing that and showing the rest of the world uh, that it can be done, right, still. Uh, so thank you for that. Um, all right, so we know the power of stories is to connect us as humans. We all love to hear stories, like you said, Amber, from childhood. What's the story that you guys often share or maybe something that you haven't shared yet with the world that uh, you find would be inspiring to them? I think so. I kind of already touched on this uh, this a little bit, but like you know, even me, even, even doing what we're doing right now, like if you asked me to do, do what, what, us talking like this, uh, five, six years ago, I would have a, have a heart attack. Like this would absolutely horrify me. I, and I've been doing video production for about 12 years now, but I was very much a behind the, behind the camera kind of, kind of person. And for me, it, it, never really came supernatural for me to supernaturally to, to like talk and communicate. And because in, in my head, I tend to think, uh, think a lot and I try to speak and whatnot, and it doesn't necessarily come super, super smooth. And so for me, my story has been a, a, a really a, a long story of, of growth and getting better at communicating what I have to share with the world. And I, what, that's one of the reasons I got into doing online courses and podcasting is because I really like teaching. And so me helping other people with online courses and podcasting has, has helped me better myself and doing those things myself as well. And like, I remember years ago, I had to make a, a cold call and, you know, people have been, you know, I'm, I'm sure people t listening to this on cold call, they're like, oh gosh, rolling their eyes on cold, cold calling and stuff. Uh, but for me, I lit, I literally sat in the car. I was like, okay, I want to make this cold call. And I sat in the car and I was like, okay, just like make the call, like, you know, they, you know, they're, they're not going to attack me. I'm, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with, with, with doing that. Um, and I literally had to like go in the house and grab a beer and go sit in the car <laughs> and drink the beer. And I think I went back inside and got a second beer. And I literally did this for two hours to make one phone, one call. And I'm like, okay, now that I'm, now that I'm properly buzzed, let's do this. And, and I make said, Amber, uh, you, will, you go, will you go out with me? <laughs> no, it wasn't that call. Uh, and I went and made the call, uh, made the call and it just rang and then went to voicemail and nothing happened. <laughs> so, so there you are, two, two, two beers. <laughs> Did you leave a message? I don't even think I left a message. I was too terrified. And, you know, it, it was one of the, after, I remember after that, I remember it very clearly that I was like, Eric, you've got to get over this. This is ridiculous. Like I realized how ridiculous it was, but yeah, I, it was yeah. still just terrifying, uh, uh, terrifying uh, for me to do that. And so after that, I started trying to do things like, okay, well, I need to get over this, this, 
very irrational, uh, irrational fear. And it's over the phone call too. It's not like they can attack me. If they, if they don't like what I have to say, or they hate me or whatever. I can just always just hang up and they disappear. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you have this inherent, like, you know, safety net that sort of, but it was still um, <clears throat> terrifying for, for me. And so what I uh, started doing though, is kind of putting, putting myself in those uh, situations. Like I joined a, a local networking group, uh, network with people uh, in, in person, which would help my, my business out. And it also helped me speak better in, in person. So it's, it's been a growth process uh, for me in that regard. And so it's, you know, it's been, you know, 12 years and the making and whatnot. So that, you know, 12 years from now, we'll, you know, maybe I'll be on stage talking in front of a million people. I have no idea, but <laughs> we, we won't be able to keep you quiet 12 years from now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that story because I know that a lot of people um, around the world and I, I know where it comes from. Um, but for most people, they just have this fear of speaking in public yet it's something that we do every day, right? We go to Starbucks, we go to the grocery store, we go to the bank and say, I need some money. You're out in public and you're speaking, right? Mm-hmm. But we, for whatever reason, we tend to just really get anxious and some of us get panicked and those kinds of things. So ladies and gentlemen, you learned a couple of things here from Eric and just listening to his story is number one, you're not alone. If you, if you feel that way that you're, it's, it's not something you'd rather have a heart attack or do you rather go swim with sharks than be asked to speak somewhere and, and state your name? You're not alone. And number two is that you can get over it, right? It's in, in the way to get over it, like anything else is just do it, do it, take small steps. You just go out and introduce yourself one day. Next day, you go to the meeting and you say a little bit more, you say a little bit more, and eventually you'll be like Eric and you're just comfortably talking about your business and being able to answer questions and and those kinds of things. And um, again, depending on the circumstances, you're not going to get in any trouble. No one's going to chase you out and say, you know, get out of here, stop talking. Mm -hmm. Um, But one thing that I do want to make clear that Eric was not suggesting is that you sit in a car and drink a cup of beers before you make a phone call. <laughs> yeah. In fact, you were you were stationary in the car. You just yes, went outside. I was not driving. <laughs> yeah, you just went out to make the phone call to the car. Oh, because I couldn't have anybody hear me. You know, <laughs> God forbid someone heard me on the phone, right? Yeah. Someone else, right? That was why I literally, yeah. that was literally why I was in the car because I was like, oh, I'm in a, a, I'm, in a I'm in a box. I'm in a safety box. Yeah, so. no one can hear me. Yeah, how beautiful, how beautiful. Amber, how about a story from you? Story from me. Well, you know, it's funny because like our our whole story, I think is one of perseverance in terms of like, trying so many different things. Like we started out, our first business was wedding videography. So we would go to video uh, weddings and film them. And then I would put together my own little story, you know, of what the, the day was, my perspective of it. And hopefully they liked it. And most of them did, but we've done wedding videography. We've done training videos. We've done promotional videos. We've done life insurance. We've done marketing. We've done all sorts of things. Like we have tried to get away from videos so many times. And it's just so funny that the Lord always just brings us back. He's always like, no, you mm-hmm. have talent in this. This is this is what you're supposed to do. And so when Eric wanted to start to do uh, podcasting, I was like, is that too much far away from video? Because I've learned my <laughs> lesson. <laughs> like we always come back to video and like, you know, we, we prayed about it and stuff. And the Lord's like, no, that that's that's in the realm <laughs> of right, what I right. want you to do. Yeah, so it's connected. It's connected. Yeah. So I was like, OK, we can do podcasting. And we've never looked back to so like I 
absolutely love podcasting. And one of the reasons I, I really love it is because like, I was one of those people that I hated the sound of my own voice. I, like, I think I sound like a five-year-old little girl. And so like, I, I, I hated listening to myself. And so when we started our own podcast, practical podcast tips, I had to get over that. I had to just like listen to myself and I had to edit my own episodes. And now like, I feel great about my voice. Like I actually like my voice now, which I could not have said even like six months ago. Mm. Um, so it's just seeing that growth and just pushing forward and being like, you know what? Like, <laughs> even if I don't know, I'm just going to keep doing it because I feel like this is what is part of my calling part of my purpose and what I'm supposed to do. And it's only going to be blessed because of that. And it has been like, we've, um, been able to help a lot of people find their own voice through podcasting. A lot of the times people have their own message or their own story that they want to tell. They just don't know the technical ways of doing it and being able to share that message with, with the world. And we're able to kind of bridge that gap and allow them to just focus on their story, focus on their voice, their message, and we handle everything else to make sure that it goes out to the world. And that is just our passion. We do that through video, through podcasting, and it's just a blessing. I, I absolutely love it. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. And it's it's so fun to see because uh, many people, they look at an entrepreneur or a successful couple like you guys that have their own company, you have your own shows, et cetera, and you're out there teaching. They think, oh my gosh, I could never do that. But as you can see, ladies and gentlemen, we all start from somewhere, right? None of us were born walking. We had to learn to walk. None of us were born running. None of us were born uh, even talking. Right? We have to learn how to enunciate and create words and sounds and those kinds of things. So it's all a process. So if you're struggling with it, here's a, the perfect example of Eric and Amber. I mean, Amber, to listen to you today, I would have never thought that six months ago you didn't like the sound of your voice. You have a perfectly beautiful voice. I mean, you both do. You're very clear. You enunciate and you speak like the rest of us. You know, you're one of us. <laughs> um, so that's a, a wonderful thing. But I'm glad that you shared that vulnerability because a lot of people have that fear. And we're here to tell you, I'm here to tell you, Eric and Amber are here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that you can overcome it. You just need a proper guide. You need proper training. And when it comes to developing a podcast or creating a film or creating a video show, Eric and Amber are the go-to experts in this area, in my opinion, which is why the Voices of Impact Awards has partnered with Eric and Amber to have them serve as mentors to you, to our audience, in the um, Voices of Impact Awards, right? So once you sign up to participate in the awards, you're going to get some free training from these guys. On tell, tell us about that. What's the free training involved? Yeah, so the training that we're still in the process on on finalizing the the whole thing, but sure, it should sure. be out by the time this is out. I I I, I believe is uh, really how to start a podcast. So it's it it really the purpose of that is to uh, help people break that that barrier. Because for a lot of people, podcasting they might even uh, just immediately just block the idea like that sounds way too complicated and, and whatnot this course is designed to uh help you um realize that this is something that you can do and uh 
I think you really should, you really should do. I think everybody should have their own, their own podcast. Cause it's, it, there's, there's a lot of value in, uh, in having one and really the hardest part with it is just kind of finding, figuring out all those like beginning, get beginning spots. Cause you don't just suddenly have one in front of you. You gotta, you gotta have it, get it. You gotta get all those elements and get it developed. Once it's going though, it's, it's, it's kind of like a well-oiled machine in that regard where you just kind of keep it going and whatnot. And it's it, once it got that flow going, it, it, it's, it's fairly easy to maintain. And, but our course is designed to help break that, that barrier on, all of those elements that you need for your podcast. We help walk you through figuring out what you're even going to talk about and kind of help uh, figure out how, how do you, how do you develop content? How do you, how do you uh, uh, for your show? How do you find guests for your, your show? How do you find guests to go with those topics and all that stuff? And, and so we help with that as well as all the technical aspects too. So like, how do you get a podcast out in the first place? Uh, you know, how do you, if you listen to podcasts, you probably listen to it either on uh, Apple podcasts or Spotify podcasts or one of those apps. How do you get it on, on those platforms? Well, we go over all of that uh, in a very easy and really simplify that whole process down. So it's, it's not overwhelming. How wonderful. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is, is going to be in, in digital format available for you to, to access. And so you can watch it and, and listen to it and learn at your own speed and go back and those kinds of things. And uh, that's something that Eric and Amber are contributing to you as a participant in the Voices of Impact Awards. Number one, to thank you for participating. In it, but more important is to help you prepare and to help you develop and prepare and help you grow. Whether or not you make it to the finals uh, in the Voices of Impact Awards, this is going to help you in your relationships with your spouse, with your girlfriend, boyfriend, with your children, with your parents, your siblings, your friends at church, It's gonna, in your careers. I mean, the benefits of it are just endless. And there's multitude of them depending on what you want to achieve. So I agree with Eric. If you do have a business, a small business out there, one of the ways that you can best connect to your audience and let them know that you're the superhero, let them know that you're the subject matter expert is by having a podcast and just sharing what you know, talking about what you offer, talking about how you offer it, talking about why you offer it, right? All of those things are important. And Eric and Amber are there to assist you. And if you want to take it further, uh, you can always contact Eric and Amber through the uh, Voices of Impact Awards. And you can connect with them one-on-one -on -one and get consultations and additional training and support from them and their company, difmix.com. Difmix so, Guys, thank you for that. Thank you for the privilege of working together with you guys on the Voices of Impact Awards. I'm excited to see how we're going to be able to uh, touch and impact the lives that you know we're going to be uh, coming across, and just uh, you know how you guys are going to be able to shine in that community, building all these wonderful podcasts and shows. So, thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much, Steve. Thanks so much, mm -hmm. Steve. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, um, Eric and Amber, uh, we need to release them because 
they still jet lagged from their trip to Israel. <laughs> and um, they need to spend some quiet time together as husband and wife. And we've already made that recommendation early on in the show. So uh, anyway, uh, just kidding, though. We're going to let you guys go because I know you've got a lot to do. You're super busy dealing with your clients and um, uh, dealing with the other things that you have to do. So thank you guys for being on the show, for sharing your wisdom, for sharing your personalities and your, and your heart. And we're going to have you back on, right? As, as one of our mentor partners, you're mm-hmm. going to get to be on this show, you know, a couple of times throughout the year leading up to the gala. And so as we move forward and, and create a, a new episode together, we're going to talk about maybe some more technical aspects of podcasting and those kinds of things and, and kind of deep dive. In fact, if you guys are open to it, we'll even have you do a workshop for our audience. What do you think, audience? Shall we have them do a workshop for us live? I think so. You guys open to it? Yeah, Absolutely. Awesome. All right. There awesome. we go. It's agreed, right? When two or more agree, and there's three of us and you listening. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you for your time today. I'm Steve Gallegos, your host for the voices for the From Story to Impact show. I keep confusing those. It's the From Story to Impact show produced by the Voices of Impact Awards. And we hope to see you on our website. We hope to see you on our platform. Come check out our wonderful resource partners like Eric and Amber. Learn from them, connect with them, and just uh, continue to grow and develop. We'll see you on the next episode.